Welcome to the Wild Love Social Club. I'm Emily Robbie. And my name is Tyler Stone. And we are Welcome. married. <laughs> this, this is what marriage looks like. And we have, we have the same last names, but mm-hmm. our acting names are different. It's only stage names here, guys. If you want to find us in real life, you can't because we're incognito. It's all fake. We are. <laughs> I was just living behind our stage names. Yes, yeah. but welcome, mm-hmm. guys, to our podcast. We're so yes. excited to have you here. We really want this to be a safe space for people to not feel alone, mm-hmm. to have conversations that you normally wouldn't have talk about, but you Very might fine. be thinking in your head. I think that's a good point because, uh, as we like to say when we were dating, we say all the things. So we want to talk about all the things that you guys have questions about. Recently married, we live in Los Angeles, we are on social media. I'm from the country, she's from the city. We got a lot of weird wisdom and head knowledge in here and uh, we just want to share it all with you guys. Yep. And have a good time and have some fun guests on. I know we've already lined up uh, someone in a few weeks. We're just going to be bringing in some fun people. Yeah, we just want to have fun. We'll probably play some games on here. Maybe some, we're not really stranger games. Um, Maybe some just Q&A games, stuff like that. We just want to have fun with you guys and have this be an entertaining podcast for you. So. We're going to start something that Tyler and I have been processing has mm. been our addiction to social media. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I actually feel very accomplished because recently I have been getting better at deleting Instagram and TikTok in the morning and re-downloading it when I have to add someone as a friend. Except for today, I had a huge failure. I was on TikTok and social media for like too many hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we honestly want to come on here and be like super real with you guys because Mm -hmm. I think that social media and just honestly online is so fake in a way. Like we're always just sharing, oh, our marriage is so great. Oh, our lives are so great, Mm -hmm. which they are. But there's also struggle that comes with that. And we want to share the struggle and the triumph because there is always better in my opinion. You always get Mm -hmm. to the other side of whatever you're working through, right? Yeah. If you are aware of it. Yeah. My screen time on my phone was, um, I'm again sharing. <laughs> this is brutal honesty here. Brutal honesty. Yep. Nine hours. Oh, or actually, wow. yeah, it was like nine hours and 40 minutes. That's really bad. You guys should shame her for that. That's, yeah. Uh, sh- sh- I'm already shamed. Oh, gosh. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no. Mine's actually, you know what's funny? Mine's identical because I don't have TikTok or Instagram, but I watch YouTube videos now. Yeah. I like watch YouTube stories and I just like, oh, and then I'm on threads and I'm like, What's going on on threads? And I'm just always checking it out. Uh, so no matter what I'm doing, basically my phone finds its way into my hands and I'm just like sucked down. So I guess we'll title this one, social media and other stuff. Yeah, social media mm-hmm. and other stuff. That's and the effects name. of social media mm-hmm. on our mental health. Yeah. I think that, you know, Tyler and I are faith-filled people. We believe in Jesus, we believe in God mm-hmm. and as I've been spending more time on social media, my relationship with God has just kind of taken on the backside. Mm. And it's very convicting to like look at your phone and be like, oh my gosh, I have nine, 10 hours of screen time and I can't even spend 30 minutes hanging out with God or just sitting in his presence. And I just think that's really true in what's happening in our generation Mm. with people. Like there's so much knowledge, there's so much wisdom, but we're not actually going to God for our wisdom and our knowledge. And I just feel like God's been convicting me about that. So yeah. if you struggle with that, you're not alone. This yeah. is your sign to take some time off of your phone. Yeah. And I think it's even interesting because uh, how many of us say that we're busy? Like God's been convicting me a lot lately about uh, busyness and where I'm a guy where I'm like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm doing all these things, but nothing's getting done. 
or I'm busy with things that make me feel busy but aren't accomplishing anything. Um, and a lot of that is social media. I'm like, I'm too busy to read my word or I'm too busy to do that or I'm too busy to go to the gym. Honestly, just like throw your phone out a window, uh, put it in a Ziploc baggie, dump it in the ocean and retrieve it in like three weeks and watch what happens to your life. That's a little extreme. You know what? Let's get extreme here. Let's start. No, don't don't start polluting the ocean. Um, but yeah, we really feel Take like... Because Ian single somewhere. Oh, gosh. No, but I think it's interesting because uh, if any of you know Emily, she has um, um, she has a social platform and it's been interesting to watch the journey from the other side mm. as her husband and as someone who doesn't have a large platform um, and watching the, the goods and the bads of how social media affects someone that's in the public eye and also as someone who's a consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very interesting. There's so many good things like Emily, actually, I'd like you to talk about it, but what have you seen like the positives and the negatives of social media from a creator side? Yeah. And also from like a personal side. I would say that a positive is the fact that there's like such a wide community. There's so many people that I would have never met. Half of my friends are from social mm. media because you have like-minded people coming together and then, you know, you can meet and you kind of already have like a basics of what that person is. And also just being able to storytell, like create content, you know, be a positive impact on people's lives is really encouraging but i feel that it's it's hard because it's not that the downside outweighs the good it's just you have to like allow the good to outweigh the bad which takes a lot of hmm. un, like wisdom because social media is such a big monster in a way and you can get really sucked in if you're not aware so i would say a negative about it is because there is so much knowledge and wisdom as a creator you don't want to be consuming so much and i think that's where i fall into like i'll just start consuming 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 and i'm like i feel like i'm gaining all this knowledge but it it takes away from my creativity and Mm. it takes away from my relationship with god and he's like the creator like he's the author of creativity and when i'm seeking him i actually feel more creative like i get knowledge and wisdom from him but when i try to seek the world's creativity through watching tiktoks i'm not actually getting true revelation of like what creativity is and Mm. what god's calling me as an individual to create because we're all so uniquely different and that kind of goes to my second point is i struggle a lot with comparison like i feel like oh this girl's doing this or one of my friends blew up like this or do this and like it's so micro i'm obviously so happy and like so thankful that god's using any single person to have a platform or to bring like courage and inspiration but there's sometimes like oh maybe if i did it it this way or did this trend like i would get the same amount of like you know traction or whatever and it's kind of breaking off that mindset of it doesn't matter how many views you get or this side or the other if you reach one person that's enough Hmm. as long as you're being like your authentic self that god created you to be to create and i think the more you pour into that place the better authentic community that you'll create and people will like trust you and accept like you know your story and where you're at so Hmm. that's something that i struggle with personally on social media and i know that so many other people that i talk to do because it's Hmm. literally a highlight reel of like success bottom line we could say that it's not and we're like vulnerable but it's unless you're really having a conversation with people like one-on-one on on the phone there's so many things that i would just not know online that you talk to somebody and you're like oh wow i didn't know you were going through that with your husband or your boyfriend or you know it's so that's my thoughts about that no i like that i think we all have to recognize that 
we're all just people online, whether you're the most famous person on the planet or whether you have one follower and it's your mom. Um, you know, like... Shout out to mom. Yeah, shout out to the moms out there supporting <laughs> us day one. Um, it, you know, like we're all going through stuff and we all might have everything looking great on the outside, but it is a struggle on the inside. But I actually wonder too, because again, you have like an insight into this. Um, on a small scale, I have a smaller platform. Sometimes I'll get people to make fun of me or call me names or are rude to me and I'm like, well, that person's just a, you know, wagandaga, I don't know, something, you know, this, uh, we'll just call it that. Um, how do you handle that, babe? How do you handle that? The um, haters out there. Honestly, it used to be so much worse. Mm -hmm. When I was posting really controversial things, I don't as much anymore. It's not that I don't want to. I just haven't feel really called to that because I feel called more to like create a community than like create controversy. Hmm. But um, I feel like I just have to brush it off and say, you know, that person's going through their own stuff. They have their own interpretation of things. They have their own view, own beliefs, own mindset. And that can't like affect me and hmm. my walk with God or my marriage or my family or job you know that person doesn't truly know me and when your identity is so rooted in christ or whatever you believe then it helps you kind of have an understanding for those types of people and have grace and have empathy for when someone is rude to you in a way because they're just a person and i always say i used to be that person i used to yeah. hate on people online when i was like 15 or I used to go on like forums and like argue people or yeah. um, and I was just a really sad depressed overweight child who had self-confidence issues and I'm not saying every person that's mean is like that but I do think that if they're not coming from a place of like peace and love mm -hmm. and truth then I don't know if they're truly filled with God and then I can't really like have an opinion about that person you know yeah. well, that's what they say right like hurt people hurt people yeah those people we don't know what they're going through Someone feels a need to just rip someone to shreds online for no reason. No, um, don't do that, guys. It I have make a for you, sense. though. Yeah, throw it at me. What do you feel like social media has like done to your mental health? That's a good question. And where are you um, at now in that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I was younger, I'll take it back here. When I was younger, I was addicted to video games. It might be the funniest thing you ever hear. Uh, but I used to have... I don't think it's funny. I know. It was a lot of fun, actually, but also terrible for my body. I used to play 12 hours a day. Um, non-stop for about four it's years. than nine. Nine's better. I mean, honestly, that was, that was my phone back nine in the day. It was that, that PC in me. Um, but yeah, I used to, I used to game um, back in the day when I was 14 to 18. It took over my life and absolutely ruined it. Those four years led me further away from my faith. Uh, I was just so enthralled in like screen time and addiction to playing a game. And I would honestly, I would, I would hate playing it, but I was like, I just need to. I have to. I can't stop. I have to keep going. And it was really weird. Mm. Um, Translate now to having a cell phone, going from that, I feel those same effects with social media mm -hmm. where I jump on my phone and I just feel totally drained at the end of it. I feel like my mind is in such a fog, you know, as we're both actors and actresses in that sphere, you have to be so sharp. You have to be so ready to attack a role and be like, okay, I know who this person is. I have to be ready to slip into that person. And when I'm on my phone, I, I feel like I'm just throwing up a wall in between like accessing my full creativity inside of that, or say if you're an accountant, or say you're a football player or something, like you can't get your head in the game as easily um, with hardcore cell phone addiction, mm -hmm. which sounds so funny, but it's we even just saw an though. interview with Tom Holland talking yeah. about him on set with his cell phone and how he is like, Instagram just sucks you up and tears you 
tears you apart um, reading comments and just being on it so much so yeah yeah I would say it's, it's interesting my relationship with social media is actually one where um, I have to be on it for work but I really wish I never had it um, but it's yeah. one of those things we have to do in the industry so yeah yeah I have a love-hate love hate for sure yeah I mean it's it's I think it goes back to that idea of like we have to feel like it's this connection thing we feel connected yeah. we feel like we're gaining wisdom and knowledge like mm. I was thinking the other day like any thought that I have I literally will like look it up on TikTok or Insta or like Google yeah. it's like that never used to be a thing yeah. that we could just have any knowledge I'm like what does a gorilla's toe look like and I'm it's like, 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 I get, like photos and videos yeah. of like and I'm like wow you know and does that knowledge stick with me? Like, no. That's why I feel for, you know, again, our faith. Like, I have to go back to my word to get the knowledge and wisdom because mm. there's just so much stuff you can really learn in the world. And is any of that beneficial? Eh, I don't know, half of it. But I like that you say that because we, um, in the age of TikTok, you know, there's a lot of TikTok pastors and preachers and prophets doing incredible work. Yeah. Um, but there's also a lot of folks that, so my background is in Bible college. I went to Bible college for three years, um, studied through Portland Bible College. And I say that to say that, you know, when I go on TikTok and I receive a lot of TikToks or different things that some people are saying, um, it's really good to not get your word from TikTok. Yeah. It's really good to follow people who love the Lord Preach. on TikTok. But you need to get your word from the source, which is your Bible and which is reading it. You know, Emily and I, we went through... What were we doing? We were just going through like Acts, Romans. We just went through straight stuff to try yeah. and like understand certain pieces. And then whenever we see a scripture or an interpretation on TikTok, we go back to that scripture. We read it. We read through like the stuff around it. We read through, you know, we go to some uh, some great sites and sources that help us like analyze the text. And half the time we come up with, that's great. What they were saying, so encouraging, so good. And the other half of the time we're like, bro, where were they? What were they, yeah. what were they talking about? Um, and so it's really important that you, yeah, you have to go to the source. You have to actually read your Bible. Mm. And when you receive a word from someone else or a prophecy, take it back to the word every time because yeah. that stuff can really lead you into some interesting holes and, uh, and lead you further or add confusion to your faith when there doesn't need to be. Yeah. So I know that you've seen a lot of that too. Yeah, I mean, it's like so crazy because I love Jesus and I feel like Tyler and I both know the word, mm. but we feel very cautious about preaching online to like that full extent I think because like doing this is a little bit different because you're really getting to know us and it's like long form content but TikTok content is so short form content mm -hmm. and a lot of people that I see it's like and no harm to new believers or anything but a lot of people are like newly saved yeah. and I if I was preaching after being a year saved someone should have slapped me because <laughs> I don't know and I'm not saying that that's not a bad thing if somebody feels called to do that but there is a wisdom that comes with walking with God. I've been walking with God for eight years. He's been walking with God for, I mean, 15 or... Something like that. Yeah. So I think you just really have to test, like, the spirit and where that person's coming from and what, what they're talking about. I think a lot of times on TikTok, I will fall into the trap of, like, being... Feeling like this word is, like, urgent or something. And when I listen to it, I actually will feel anxiety, mm. which is so crazy, like... I'm like, oh, I just feel anxious or like something's happening or, and I never go back and take that to God. And I struggle with that too. Like I'm, I'm not seeking God for my own. <laughs> I knew you were going to pull that scripture. <laughs> um, my own 
revelation and again yes he's going to pull up the scripture because we're not one. supposed to look down on the young I'll and, let you read it. yeah and i agree with that and first I'm, timothy 4 12 it's a banger yeah don't, don't let, let anyone yep. look down on you because you're young but set an example for the believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and impurity and i i agree with that i think that but i also think that you know pastors that i personally trust and listen mm-hmm. to when i was growing in my faith were people that had walked through seasons with God. It's the same yeah. thing with marriage. Like I would not really listen to someone as much that has like been like after their first year of marriage, yeah. you know, like I want to talk to someone who's been married for 40 years. Mm. And I think that's the same context. I think sometimes with scripture, um, teachings that I just, think we don't really know the background of people on tiktok sometimes we just see a video and i literally don't know this person i don't know their walk with god i don't know if they you know i don't know their Mm. their walk with the lord Mm. bottom line so i just think tiktok sometimes can be dangerous i really am so for the local church and for like planting in a body i'm for spending time in the presence of god on your own seeking the lord through scripture yeah. like i will bang that <laughs> like i'm with jesus because yeah. community bible prayer fasting yeah and yeah i mean proper counsel. leadership just like what you're saying yeah i mean it is true like community we're going into the bible talks guys there you go your, your community cannot be solely on tiktok um unless that is all you have and you live in the mountains and you have your only friends around you're like I don't know, uh, Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, you really do need to have community with you. Uh, in fact, some people that I was like, <laughs> I had a pastor used to say, I want to know you so well that I could put you in prison with what I know of you. Basically meaning like, I know every single little piece about you and um, it's safe with me, but also, uh, you know, we can have real honest discussions. And with a lot of people, like you're saying on TikTok, like I remember when I was first saved, uh, I would go out preaching and teaching and I, mm-hmm. I didn't really know the Holy Spirit as well. I went to more of a, my first year, you know, back in the in the church when I got saved it was more, um, not Baptist, but wasn't full of the Holy Spirit as much. And so I didn't understand it when I started seeing Holy Spirit stuff. I was like, whoa, hold up, dude. You guys can't do that. What are you talking about? What are you praying in tongues for? What are you doing? Um, and God kind of had to teach me that I was growing, but I also was teaching and saying some amazing stuff and people were saved and delivered and it was such a good season, but also there does come a wisdom and maturity with um, with age and with time spent in the word. And really, there's some people that they might be a year in the faith and they're yeah. as mature as some That's 10, true. 20 year old believers that we yeah. see. But I agree with what you're saying. You, you need to have wise counsel in your life. Yes. We I like to say like you have, like we're like the same age. Yeah. I'm a little older, uh, but uh, <laughs> probably like a year, year and a half. Um, but anyways, you want to have like a battle buddy, which is someone your age. Yeah. And then you also want to have a mentor, you know, yes. someone that's like 10, 20 years older. We've been looking for one in LA. It's been tough to find, but yeah. I remember in Texas, I always had mentors. And when I was living in Oregon, I always had mentors. And when you're growing up and young, get someone older around you, whether it's five, 10, 15 years older that loves Jesus and they will help you kind of smooth out those rough edges that we all have. Yeah. I, we still need them. We're still looking for mentors. Absolutely. Um, Cause we're newly in our marriage. We want to find a great old married couple. Yeah. And, Pick their brain send all the time. To, send them to us. Come Bring on. it, Jesus. Come on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really, I agree with what you're saying. We, we do need community. We just have to be cautious. Like You do. I, I agree with Tyler. Like When mm-hmm. I first got saved, I feel like I had a lot of wisdom and I had a lot of fire. And I still do. It's just more grounded. It's so different. Yeah. And, 
you know, I would preach to people. I would literally walk up to someone, like, and just, like, go deep and be like, this, that, and this, yeah. da, 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 da. And, you know, and that's great, and that's amazing, and that is for certain, like, you know, people get saved from that, and that's beautiful, and there's fruit in that, too. Yeah. I just think, like, doctrinally, mm-hmm. I think we need to be, like, just seeking doctrine, like, on our own, seeking yeah. the scriptures, like, searching the scriptures, having understanding, and not going to TikTok as, like, our church or the word like yeah. fully you know so yeah. and for the teachers out there um aspiring to be a teacher is an amazing thing to be yeah. in the word but also you're held to a higher standard as well yeah. in the word with that and so when you interpret and feed the flock you know the flock are like people in the church and so if you're saying i'm gonna give a message to the flock the people in the church um if that message is wrong or if that message is leading people astray you will be held to a higher standard mm-hmm. uh and i don't want to be doing that you know and doing it wrongly leading the flock astray um so just know like it's a weighty thing to be a teacher and it's a beautiful responsibility but also man you got to make sure that what you're saying is good and that's what we've been talking about with prophecy is um you know we were just talking today that if someone gives a false prophecy it could throw someone off for years yes um so you just better have that walk with the lord and also if someone gives you a prophecy to compare it to scripture talk to their believers about it be like god is this from you is this not from you uh and it really helps. I always pray, separate the wheat from the chaff, which means separate the good from the bad. Amen. And uh, take away the things that good. aren't your voice. Amen. And the things that right weren't you and mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah. And only the things that are from you, God. Keep. Yes. Amen. Yeah, yeah we just went through. Right. Like, we're honestly, going we're like processing because like we just went through so much weird church stuff. <laughs> I'm not. It's such a different conversation. We're still looking for like a local church. Yeah. Here and we just. I and we just say that feel as though what? Oh, we say that loving the body. But. Of course. Oh my gosh, we love the church. Like yeah. I want to be in, in a community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah. Sometimes it's hard to find like oh, is this person like true? And yeah, it's just a weird time we live in. But yeah, we've gotten burned a couple times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, social media. Yeah. Social media. Stay off of it. No, I'm just kidding. But I wanted to keep talking about the mental health part of it because yeah. I I do find that really interesting and I think that like for me I struggled um with i have never had such bad anxiety than i have Mm. in the last like three or four weeks Mm. and i think it's because like i had a panic attack three weeks ago which or two weeks ago which to that extent i've never had and it was really Mm. scary and tyler had to pull over the car and i was hysterically crying and i felt like i was dying had to go to the hospital and um and I think it just comes from like consuming so much. And again, that over massive information and seeing all these people's different lives, like social media has transformed so much too in the last year. And this is something I feel like God's kind of bringing in mind. Mm-hmm. It used to be so like, we just look at something and it's like cute, quick content. Like we're just like, oh, okay. And it was mm-hmm. kind of, it wasn't as like mind numbing. Now we're like involved in people's lives and like daily routines. And mm-hmm. there's so many details that we're taking in constantly about people's lives. And like, yeah. I feel like I know things about people that I shouldn't know. And I share things that people shouldn't know too. So I'm like, I fall victim to it too. Like I do mm-hmm. these things. I'm an influencer in a way and an mm-hmm. actress. So I'm like always sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think it's something to just be super aware of and something that Tyler and I are just trying to be really aware of is like how much we're consuming, 
mm-hmm. taking a mental health check like is that affecting our marriage our intimacy yeah. with god or intimacy with each other is yeah. it affecting our sex life which is another conversation yeah um, second video here we go yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Or now, let's talk about it. No, no, no. <laughs> let's go. I'm tired. Let's go. Um, yeah, so I feel like this is just like a check for anybody that's feeling mm. this way. And if you are feeling like depressed or um, anxious or anything like, or feeling like you, you know, want to be done with life or whatever, I just yeah. pray that this kind of encourages you to know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. To know that other people feel that way. Other people that are creators and have gone through stuff um, go through these experiences with mental health. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say it's normal, but I think in the generation that we live in, it's more common to have these experiences. And mm-hmm. um, if you ever need anything, please reach out to us or reach yeah. out to a counselor or yeah. reach out to your pastor or something like that. So good. Or yeah. wherever you go spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um and just know that yeah you're not alone and there is freedom in that i just felt so like i've never experienced anxiety so much so now i feel like i can talk about it a little bit yeah i'm still processing it but i just would never want anyone to feel that way because it was very scary and very debilitating yeah and god was really the only person in you (laughs) that could like help me work through that i mean mean, panic attacks are no joke i i had one when i was living in texas and same kind of thing i was just driving all of a sudden i just get hit with a weight of of dread and like it just comes it's almost like someone wraps you in a blanket that is as heavy as the earth and you're just you can't it you just feel like you're like trapped and suffocated and like someone stuck you in a tiny pipe and you can't move and um, I had to pull over and I stopped for two hours and I was late to work and I told my boss and my boss was a great guy and he actually loves Jesus and he prayed for me for like an hour. Um, mm-hmm. so I was like, dude, I don't know what just happened. I just literally like freaked out and like had a panic attack on the side of the road. Yeah. Um, and that was like four years ago and it still freaks me out. Like, yeah, like even talking about it, I'm like, I literally have PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm uh, like, can we move on? I'm literally praying else. and telling I'm like, Lord. <laughs> I do want to say one thing too about social media, which... Um, I think it brings up an interesting point is Emily and I, we actually live very imperfect lives. Yes. So we are in no way the perfection. Um, we might have some really cool stuff we post on our social media or different things, but we also go through our own garbage. Um, you know, they say grass is always green on the other side. Uh, it's really true that it's green where you water it. And I was talking about if you have a horse farm in Virginia, she will want your life. And just like that person in Virginia might want her life, you know, what we see on social media is we all know it it's not true yeah um so what you're watching is a movie and it's fake and it's not fully real it's like watching reality tv and being like oh my gosh i want my life to be like the bachelor none of it's real (laughs) we just are showing the best parts of our lives and none of the worst parts Mm -hmm. we're not recording any disagreements we have yeah or uh, me stepping in poop on the sidewalk you know here in la maybe it's human maybe it's dog i don't know we (laughs) play that game um the side (laughs) Yeah, we just, we live in perfect lives. Yeah, and I think that's mm-hmm. really why we want to do this podcast was because yeah. I feel like we, I feel like I can't share as much as I want to on Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. yet. And I think this is like a good intro for you guys to see mm-hmm. that we aren't perfect and no. we're actors and we are trying. And I think even like, again, like the Tom Holland thing, like that was super encouraging. Mm-hmm. As he was like, I yeah. struggle with this, like, I have a relationship and this and like he's just a normal guy that has like a job and I think sometimes we like 
literally idolize influencers i know before i was an influencer mm -hmm. i like idolized people with followings i was like oh my gosh this person's like famous you know yeah and i so just I felt about you yeah and dating, i don't, I was I don't like, want Yo, people to like feel that way about yeah. you know unless they like look up to me like as an inspiration because they feel encouraged by me and like i'm but i would never want to be like an idol or something in someone's life and so mm -hmm. i just i think tyler brings up a good point is social media or this podcast is to help bring light to just that again you're not alone yeah. we named it i named it wild love because i wanted to talk about like taboo topics and just kind of go like have this wild love with life and god and just go completely like run and mm. we kind of felt the wild club social club was a good rhythm of bringing together the masculine yep. and the feminine and, guys and girls. feeling like you know to have like a reckless life and like live recklessly for god not like reckless like go drive a car or something on no, your mouth no please we do not Unless it's 20 um, water, probably safe. but like to have like just like a community of people mm. that are like really seeking after life in general like full force like trying to get there trying to work through your stuff trying to work through your trauma trying to work through whatever figuring it out but also like coming out on the other side of it um and that's like what our hearts are with this podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we should do the Q&A, right? I think we should pop some Q&A. Yeah, Yo, we have a little yeah. questions from Instagram. One of the good sides of social media is we get a lot of questions yeah, about I stuff. I love you guys, I love you. A lot of the content was, uh, again, Emily's content was a lot of relational stuff. Yes. So as we start to do this and as our content starts to shift, mm -hmm. not away from God, but closer to what God's calling us to be doing, uh, these questions might look a little different. Yeah. But there's definitely a lot of sex questions on here. Oh so. my gosh, there's really dang. There's <laughs> actually yeah. Ooh, that's mm. a spicy one. Also, depending on your age, this may be the time where you're like, hey, go talk to your parents about. Yeah. Um, you should listen to this. Yeah, I always believe that you know you should have the talk with your parents. Yeah, <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. find it out from us. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to talk about this one and then you can pick one and I think maybe just two is fine. Yeah, you jump on that one and I'll, I'll look through here. Okay, so it's this and then this. Oh, perfect. So, wait, let me read it. So, can you all talk about materialism and honoring God with our finances? What does that look like for you? I really like that question because I was struggling with that today. I just got my hair done and I feel really hot or whatever and I was like, is this vain? And... Mm. I think sometimes we live in a culture where it's all about like self and self-promotion and I sometimes feel like a guilt of like I don't want someone else to feel less than because I'm feeling like confident or something which is a very vulnerable thing for me to say but I just think you know like I got this really nice haircut and it was free but it's like a nice haircut like we have mm -hmm. access to like um like Botox and, and nice gyms and nice food and access to things that a lot of people don't have access to. And sometimes I feel like a guilt of like being able to keep up and yeah, materialism and like finances and like, um, I just never want that to make someone feel like they're less than mm -hmm. and it like makes me want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> like I literally yeah. could cry about it right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because it just like whatever you look like, you are enough and like mm -hmm. i feel like i dealt with that my whole life oh my gosh i'm literally gonna cry but i just see so many girls like like they comment on my videos and they're like you're so pretty like what's mm -hmm. your makeup what's your this what's your that and like 
I just want whoever's watching this to know that like you are beautiful you don't have to do anything or be anything or try to change your hair or get new makeup to like be pretty or be valued or loved especially by God or even by yourself and so I think the way that I deal with materialism is just really like keeping a check with the Lord about it and like Tyler and I don't we are really cautious with our finances in regards to like what we spend on like what we're doing to ourselves unless it's like towards our career you know like we're actors we're models i do real estate like there's certain things that we like have to do like mm -hmm. i have to get my nails in sometimes for professionalism yeah. um like my hair was like for an acting thing like we really like weigh those things we really try to not do things out of like vain conceit which is i think another mm -hmm. conversation like i have a whole thing about like plastic surgery and what i believe about that which will be another topic for um the podcast but yeah, it is a really good topic yeah. and it's important and it's hard it's like we live in a world where these things are so normalized but i just personally don't want to ever push like products to people really to like buy them or i just i don't really believe in that it's not my forte um so i guess yeah that's kind of my answer on that <laughs> and with finances like how do we honor god with our finances we're still working that out like we've only been married for six months yeah and i think we're just trying to figure out like how to honor god with our finances we believe in tithing we believe in like giving back and um building and just making sure that we have like generational wealth mm -hmm. and like a legacy that we want to leave behind for if we don't get raptured <laughs> by yeah. the time we have kids yeah um and yeah so that's kind of my thoughts on that yeah I, I think it's cool too i just want to touch on with the materialism because I, I came from oregon where i saw everyone in la and i was like oh those guys those like whatever people um those weirdos and i just want to say first off your insecurities that you have often are insecurities that we've dealt with or still deal still deal with um you know there's always a comparison game there's always a but me glasses which is like Oh, but me, they have this, I have that, I don't have that. Um, there's always that game that you can play. Really, we've had to learn to be grateful for what we have. You know, like I was living in such a tiny little room. Emily had a, a cave of a studio apartment for like two and a half years while we were dating, uh, or one and a half years. And then we lived in that together as a married couple. We lived in like boxes and like a little walk strip in a bed. And we lived there for what, four months? Yeah. It was terrible. It was great. First four months of marriage. But man, we were living in like a little tiny cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's always, again, it's always, someone else always has it better, uh, but it's not true. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was interesting with coming from Oregon, I would always see that and see that stuff going on and just, yeah, it's just, it's, we're all people and we're all trying to figure it out. You know, as an actress that you are, you know, this was for a role and yeah. you had to do this, this hairstyle hair. and, you know, and sometimes I have to go to the gym or go tan or like, I got a facial for the first time yeah. a week ago cause I was starting to look crusty and <laughs> Yo, I, kind of, I need that for acting and modeling um it's just a different weird world that we live in yeah um, but if you want to go get a facial near guy bro go for it it was pretty nice yeah okay we try to invest yeah. in things that are like not for like vain but for like for our jobs <laughs> was that a gun no oh. definitely fire. for our jobs or for you know even just like each other like looking good for each other or yeah feeling hot for each other like i don't think that's bad but um yeah as long as you're not being like conceited about it yeah. i think it's important like just have that check with the lord that's yeah. your question yeah all right so i had an interesting question here um this was 
That's not my password. Oh shoot, that's my password. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> okay, so this is from Naomi Sky uh, underscore. Will you talk about marriage for a young Christian couple while her family? Actually, I can't read that now that I read yeah, out her, I was uh, say, why her name. Um, Sorry, okay. we love you, Naomi. Hmm. Let's another one here. Gosh, there's one I really want to talk about, but this is for the sex podcast. We'll talk about. No, you can talk about it. It will, it will lead no. us into the next podcast. Oh man, I was thinking about this question do today. Do it. Do it. Please do it. Please do it. So, I want to talk about do you it. think BDSM, which I don't even know what BDSM stands for, but I know what it stands I for. I think it stands for. It's like. We should look it up. Anyways, it's, um, it's like bondage. Yeah, bondage. dungeons. <laughs> bondage dungeons. Something. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Mysterious. Bondage, bondage dungeons. Something mysterious. Anyways, basically it means the kinkier side of life. Do you think BDSM slash kink is something married couples can use in their sex life? Okay, we're about to find out what you're going to answer is. that first. That's gonna be interesting. I'm scared. Don't I'm look. Because I'm scared there's gonna be like stuff that comes up. Don't look this up on your phone, guys. Gosh, she's looking it up. Oh, bondage. Oh, was I right? Was I right about dungeons? No. Oh. Bonded, discipline, or domination, sadism, sadism. So like. And masochism as a type of sexual practice. So what mas- is sadism? Masochism. The tend- tendency to derive pleasure, especially sexually, from inflicting pain, suffering, or humiliation others. Okay. okay. Now we know what BDSM means. <laughs> Um, so again, we'll read that question Choking. one more time. Do you think... <laughs> Getting choked. I'm just kidding. Sorry, guys. <laughs> do you think BDSM slash kink is something married couples can use in their sex life? Anyways, I was thinking about this in our kitchen today, and I don't know why it came up, but I'm always, like, always curious. Um, my personal thoughts. So, pornography and masturbation is a sin. Um, yes. And that's how I see it. And so I was thinking about this in the kitchen, and I was like, okay, God... What sex toys are acceptable, what sex toys aren't? And I couldn't come to a direct conclusion, but what I came to was, um, if anything is masturbation, and some this is gonna be like an er- a gray area for some people. You can only have sex with your wife. Can't yes. involve other people. You don't bring in pornographic images. Um, none of that stuff, it's her or him. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then I came to, I was like, well, God, what about like, masturbating or like using something that masturbates you like or like something like that and I I realized it's like is it self-pleasure or are you trying to please your partner and for me this is where my conviction came into it is I was like okay anything that's masturbation would be a sin yeah um uh but you know like a vibrator if you're using that on your partner they like it awesome you know if uh you know like different things like that but if it's like you're just doing a solo um I would say no for us yeah. That's my personal thought on it. I think about it in the kitchen for about five minutes this morning. I might change on that in five minutes. But yeah, and then the other stuff. Um, all is pretty fair in marriage. Like if yeah. you have a thing where you like want to be tied up and thrown in a corner, <laughs> dude, go for it. Like if it's with your person and you guys yeah. are cool with it, um, you know, and it's honoring to God, like I, I don't see an issue. Like go for it. Yeah. But don't go swinging and don't go to a nude resort, you know, or whatever, I don't know. Just, I have a yeah. very different answer on this okay, one. Okay, here we go. Let's go for <laughs> it. Um, I personally do not believe in sex toys in a marriage at all because I've used them, not in this context, but prior. And I think, like, handcuffs are fine, stuff like that. 
whatever but yeah like a vibrator i think anything that's like taking away from like the action of your spouse pleasing you mm. i just doesn't make sense to me because like as a woman because i used to do that i used to have a vibrator and use that mm. and it would actually like numb the pain or numb the sensation down there that mm. when whoever was like my partner i could not like come with them basically sorry that's it no come to it with them um and <laughs> we're coming to it yeah that's, coming through that's what them. people say i'm coming to it yeah, yeah and great. so i just much. think you really need to learn your partner and i think when you bring in like toys it's just like mm. a substitution of just like intimacy like you're not learning your partner and, and communicating yeah. during sex because that's what sex is you need to communicate like this is what i like this is mm -hmm. what feels good this is how to do that and yeah. you're kind of like just being like oh let's bring this toy and just like to make it easier and, and work through it and i'm not saying that shame or bad and i'm not saying it's like a christian thing or not or a sin or this it's just to me in my perspective i think you really should just work through things with your partner and grow in your sex life and learn each other and uh yeah. with the bdsm i I agree with Tyler, like, I think it's all like very specific and to your taste and I used to be really into that when I was not a Christian because I was literally just a mess and I like wanted people to inflict pain on me. Like I use sex as like a pain thing and with Tyler it's like I just don't desire that to be honest. Like I don't desire him to choke me out or like, I don't know, sometimes I'm like do some stuff that's personal yeah. but... yeah. <laughs> whoa <laughs> anyways but um yeah i just i don't really like it's weird like to go from the other side and then being like oh i just like don't desire i don't want it because i just love him and it's coming from like such a different place mm. um and then i also have like a weird thought about role playing too i think like role playing super fine um mm. in the context as long as you're not um like idealizing like you know you're creating this image and so in your head and like let's say I, I pretend to be a teacher or something and then or like like a teacher and we have kids yeah. and then tyler goes and we're at a classroom and he sees a teacher and he like starts fantasizing about the teacher yep. because he's like had the idea in so his head lust and it's head. lust and like yeah. it comes back to porn and all that stuff so as long as like you're keeping that safe and in the context of marriage and like you feel safe about that then mm. i say go for it yeah. um so that's yeah, like kind of that. my yeah thoughts about yeah. you just have to be careful that it's not coming like from the guy or from the girl of like a place of like you're not enough wife or husband and i need you to do this yeah because like this is gonna turn me on or please me and like you're not enough like it has to be like an added bonus like a fun thing between you and your partner yeah. um that you get to do because you love each other and not because you're not satisfied yeah, i just it'd think be like it'd be like i'm looking at emily playing a nurse yeah not a nurse a nurse like i have a fantasy about a, like being with a nurse so like can you dress up yeah. as a nurse like, like tyler's a construction yeah worker, like not oh just i love like horseback riders road, like you know? can yeah. you like you know be that for me it's like no that's yeah. like weird to me i like, put on a horse costume though for like, <laughs> you know what i'm saying though i do yeah i think you just have to be like it's you and your partner like you mm -hmm. guys can play around with that like as a play thing but if it's yeah. like coming from like a lustful fantasy thing yeah. then that's a no Bad, bad, bad. That's that's a good that's way to sum it up. Yeah. Is it coming from lust? Yeah, um, yeah. We got twenty five minutes left. Oh, okay. We're crushing it. Um, the battery though. The battery might die. Okay. Uh, anyways, I, I do agree. I think if it comes from lust, um, and that's where there's like personal conviction, and also some people's personal conviction is like garbage, and you have to take it to the word and be like, well, the word says this. My conviction says this. First off, you can't listen to the flesh. The flesh is going to lead you astray every single time. The Bible is super yep. clear on this. 
you have to listen to God. Um, and you can't just listen to, well, God said, told me it was okay. If the Bible says it's not okay, uh, it's not okay. <laughs> and so lust, you know, things of that nature, not okay. Yeah, um, I'm laughing about that because I had friends like, grow like when they were like oh masturbation's okay because like god's in it and i was just like i i mean that's a whole different conversation that's actually a question we got but yeah, yeah i think we should wait and answer that on the next one because yeah. we'll, we'll just go into sex and marriage and all that stuff I but say i've had that conversation with a lot of christian brothers and uh i've always come back to you'll have to find out on part two <laughs> part anyways two. guys thanks for tuning in yeah that was, uh, we love your questions yeah Bring more. Yeah, um, we can't wait to answer more. We will keep doing these things. Honestly, I think we're just going to keep talking and riffing, and we'll probably always go back to sex because that's what everyone always has a question about. Um, yeah. And we're talking about wild love, and you can't have wild love without... Wild sex. Wild <laughs> marriage <laughs> loving. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, it's our bedtime. Oh. Good night, guys. We Good love you. you. Yes, we love you guys a lot. Praying um, over each of you that are watching this podcast right now. Yeah, for real. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. We are just going to pray really quick. If you want to keep listening to this, yeah. please listen because it's going to be impactful. Yeah. Jesus, we just pray right now over the person listening to this podcast. We pray against any spiritual strongholds over them, any spirit of anxiety that is plaguing them, any spirit of depression, suicide, lust, anger, pride jealousy god i just rebuke those spirits and renounce them in the mighty name of jesus come off of that individual god i pray lord if this person doesn't know you jesus that they come to know you in the mighty name of jesus through this podcast or through people around them god i pray right now lord that your spirit is just speaking to them god and that they feel like fire in their body jesus to just like pursue you god and they're they don't know what it is but it's you jesus i pray that they have the knowledge of who you are god and that you show yourself to them god and i just ask lord right now god um that you're just with these people you're with their families any people that are having family struggles right now god we just pray for a covering over them parental issues or boyfriend or spouse or whatever god um or girlfriend god i just thank you jesus that you are covering that person with your love with your truth with your justice in that situation god i pray god that you're just walking with them lord and they come to know you um we just love you jesus and Tyler's going to lead us through a little salvation prayer. Absolutely, guys. And uh, if you're out there and you have never given your heart to Jesus, the Bible talks about we confess with our mouth uh, that Jesus is Lord and we are saved. So we put our faith in Jesus, that he's the Messiah, which means that he's the one that came from God. He's God's son, died for your sins so that you could have eternal life with God. If you want that, it's a free gift. It's not by works. You can't earn your way. You can't do anything there. You have to just believe and have faith that God is, or that Jesus is the Messiah. So if you want that, pray with me right now. Repeat after me. Jesus, I recognize that you are the Messiah. There is no other God before you. It is you and you alone. I give my heart to you, Jesus. I pray that I will follow you for the rest of my life. Father, I want to seek you for the rest of my life. So I give my life to you right now. Please come into my life, fill me with your Holy Spirit, and I may walk uh, eternally with you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 And if you're one of those people that just accepted that prayer, that's incredible. Oh my gosh. Amazing. We Heaven love that. Celebrating. Heaven is celebrating. Uh, message us if you do that. Yeah, honestly, DM us. Tell us where you live, if you need help finding a church. Um, personally, for me, I always love looking up non-denominational churches in my area. 
uh, that's just what we tend to go to. Um, find one that loves the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That just basically means that there's a burning inside of you. That's God talking to you, telling you what to do, telling you, hey, that person needs Jesus, go pray for them. Or, hey, speak this word over that person and they'll get saved. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we basically, that's, that's a really quick guys. summarization of the Holy Spirit. But we love you guys. <laughs> we will talk to you guys so soon. It's time for bed. Take me to bed, baby. It's midnight. Good All right. night.